Hi, this is Cheryl Peterson. We're going to talk about how to translate matter into spirit through Christian science. By definition, to translate is to explain, convert, or interpret. We translate stories, languages, scientific theories, and comments. Let me say that in a different way. Let me translate. Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein wrote about their groundbreaking discoveries used in physics. When I read Einstein's paper on the electrodynamics of moving bodies and see the equation E equals MC squared, my brain is pretty much a blank. I don't know what to do with his ideas. But when someone translates Einstein's principle and explains that the laws of physics apply equally to everyone in all situations, then my brain clicks. Some of the confusion dissolves. I don't make the mistakes of traveling to another hemisphere and bringing along a weighted vest in case the law of gravity is different for me than the people in New Zealand. Now, about my spiritual journey, during which I learned about Mary Baker Eddy, who in the 19th century made a groundbreaking discovery that reality is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. And she wrote about it in Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. In it, she talks about translations and translating. One such principle is to translate what we call matter into spirit. Mrs. Eddy wrote with 19th century references, and I revised her words to include 21st century references. The words are different, but the ideas are the same, as I read from 21st Century Science and Health now. Quantum mechanics, molecular reactions, electronic bionics, the patterns and relationships between masses and forces, and so on, are of no real importance when we remember that they all must give place to spiritual truths by the translation of the universe and us back into spirit. As this transformation occurs, our true selfhood and the universe will be found harmonious and spiritual. So how do we translate the universe and us back into spirit? We use spiritual senses. You may call it intuition or inner being. There is no one word fits all, so I'll give examples to show that this translation exercise is something we can do each day, like building a muscle, that we can take on more and more strength to overcome that which limits us. Starting with the Bible, I can translate the words I see on the page into the inspiration felt when writers wrote scripture. From Psalms. The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas, and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God our Savior, such as the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob.
Okay, my physical senses see the earth as measurable. This leads me to believing I can own part of it or conquer part of it. Maybe I can, but it won't last. And in the meantime, I'm tempted to trust an idol or swear by a false god, the physical thing or place. What is an idol or false god? Anything my physical senses tell me is real above spirit. Anything my human emotions tell me is real above the reality of an all-inclusive infinite mind. Words in a book, human personalities, money, fear, all idols. But when reading the Bible through my spiritual senses, rather than my physical senses, I can translate matter into spirit. I can intuit the power of clean hands and a pure heart. What are my intentions? Am I being selfish or helpful? Do I have reasonable expectations? Or I can each day know holy consciousness of improvement and courage and well-being. We're doing this more often than we realize, and the picture gets bigger. Let's say I'm an accountant working with numbers. I can see metaphysically that I never run out of numbers. I never throw up my hands and say, oh shoot, I don't have another number six to use in this credit line. Not only do I have enough numbers, so does all the other accountants, and so do you. We want, if we want the number six, we can get it. Think of it. All of us are using numbers and none of us ever lack the spirit of any number. This is a principle usable elsewhere in life. Let's take the intelligence of the one spirit, infinite mind. It's greater than human intelligence by far and is equally available to all situations. There is no lack of ideas or intelligence. When at home, on the job, or driving a car, we can respond with a clean and pure intelligence. It helps to seek God. The more I do, the easier it is to release the human ego and trust and say courage and get the courage to have new habits. Lately, I've been translating the very heartbreaking conflict between Russia and Ukraine. With the infinite divine mind, there must be enlightenment, courage, goodwill, wisdom. I make it a daily practice to watch my thoughts and actions to stop myself from trying to control someone else to serve my expectations and goals. I can stop myself from attacking or blaming others for my own problems. I can stop myself from believing I'm doing God's will when it hurts others or myself. And interestingly, as I do this, something about my past was revealed. I had unconsciously believed that some people could do no wrong. It was the same principle as believing Putin can do no wrong. Those beliefs are exactly the same and yet counterproductive. For example, if I believed Mary Bicaretti did no wrong, I would be vulnerable to misinterpreting her words. And if I believed a person could do no right, life would suck, seem hopeless. 
for whatever happens in Europe or here, it is not human intelligence that gives meaning to life, but divine spirit, infinite mind, that makes this possible. In infinite mind, there is no lack of ideas, transforming ideas on how to move forward and resolve conflicts, admit mistakes, and repair damage. The evil self-destructs, but until it does, we do need to actively fight on the side of spirit, the truth of goodwill. People will get ideas on how to fight the good fight, and sometimes those ideas are manifest by people we'd never expect. That's because divine mind is the source of unlimited good ideas. Spirit is a force, a movement that causes each day, each minute, the acceptance of a universal, connected intelligence and goodness. Here's another translation of matter into spirit. When traveling, instead of counting down the physical miles, we can see divine mind moving. Not so much the human mind. We know the human mind is limited and makes a lot of noise. We stuff it with information only for it to reach a breaking point. And yet, and yet, new information, new discoveries, more intelligence appears on heaven and earth. That source is infinite mind. Seek the infinite mind and its translation of spirit, the spirit worth trusting.